0: We'd like to welcome you again to another episode of the Jones Underground Podcast. Coming to you on a wonderful, very sunny Christmas. <laughs> um, Christmas Day here. Uh, a few topics we're going to talk about today. Basically, <clears throat> Rise of Skywalker. Just thoughts. Um, what went on in that movie. That had so many people up in the uproar. Uh, next up, NBA Christmas. Um, Clippers are winning the Battle of Los Angeles and Kawhi Leonard is a Terminator (laughs) but we want to start off with just basically The Rise of Skywalker Um, you know it's a perfect movie to take your kids for the holidays to see a movie Um, Star Wars tends to give the people what they want during the holiday season putting the movie out around this time of year and they put the movie out. Now, I guess it took me a couple of days to collect my thoughts on the movie as a whole and what it is. Um, if you can take your nerd hat off, you have to take your nerd hat off. And once you do that, this is a very enjoyable film. It, you know, finish telling the story of Ray and kind of where she came from and, and who she is and, you know, Finn, I guess this movie fell in love with someone else, <laughs> you know, but, you know, I'm not trying to spoil the movie too much, but the movie was to me written more like a Disney princess movie than it was a Star Wars movie, where it was more movie magic than it was technically, you know, scientifically proven or anything of that nature. Now, I will say this, yeah, you want anything to deal with space to have something based on real life physics and everything else to deal with, you know, something based on reality to have for somebody that, you know, is nerdy to kind of get into it, but really all the technical jargon was basically used as a joke in this movie, and they kind of just went with just telling the story. I'm going to get you, she's going to get him, we're going to get them type of situation. And, you know, it's <clears throat> the movie from the diehard Star Wars fan point of view, from the people who wrote the prequels, from the people who spent six seasons watching Clone Wars. No, <laughs> this movie is not going to entertain you guys. When you see a story that was built this hard up from in that universe, and it just you know they basically movie magic and all everything else, but um if you could take your nerd hat off for a minute, you know and just kind of just sit back and enjoy the show. it's it's an enjoyable movie. It's not a bad movie. You know, is it my best one? No, it's not the best one either. You know, and it does a few tropes. There's a lot of tropes in this movie. But, um... Overall, I wasn't mad about going to see it. You know, I could say that. And that's me being... That's me taking my nerd hat off. That's me taking my diehard, you know, this is what Star Wars is, this is what Star Wars ain't type of situation. Just me taking all that out. And just enjoying the movie with my kids on a Friday night. But yeah, if we're looking at it from a nerd point of view. No, it's, it's very tough to look past a lot of what they did and a lot of the, you know, special effects they were using and just a lot of the way the story kind of told, you know, played itself out. It's like they were looking for more one-liners in this movie than they were looking for legitimate storytelling details. But like I said, we just focus on the special effects and the Disney magic. Then yeah, it was an okay movie. For my money, for my movie-watching entertainment, to me, Frozen 2 was a better movie. (laughs) But we're not finna go there. Uh, Well, I just went there, so it's done. Uh, Today, the NBA took center stage. Christmas. Christmas time is here. Um, They had a lot of games going on today. The Celtics look really good today. The... 76ers beat up on the Bucks really badly today. <laughs> you know, Joel Embiid and his running mates uh, Tobias Harris and uh, Ben Simmons, they came out to play. He hit a bunch of threes today. And somebody note the 76ers, I don't think you want to live and die by that three-pointer. Because you live by it today, one big by it today, but it may not be there for you on another day. But the main game that went down was the Lakers and Clippers, which the Clippers won a very close contested game. The Lakers had a lead most of the game, and the Clippers came back in the third quarter, and the Clippers have a bench. Even the bench didn't show up, but... Montrez Harold is a problem. He's like, you know, he, he grabs rebounds. He gets buckets. You know, he gets easy points. And if you leave him open, he will cut to the rim and get an easy two on you. And Kawhi Leonard, he is a, he's a constant force. You know, as much as I hate on the Clippers, and I hate on the Clippers, much as I don't like the Clippers because I don't don't I don't think they belong in Los Angeles. Just the way that Kawhi Leonard plays, you know, if you leave him open for three, he can hit open three pointers. He can take smaller defenders into the lane and score on them that way. If he's got a bigger dude on him, he can step back and shoot over him. You know, he can has a fadeaway in the post. Um... He has a complete offensive game, you know, and, and now his passing is starting to get better. And really the Lakers kind of lost this game in the fact that they <clears throat> they lost this game doing the one thing they normally hang their hat on, which is they didn't defend the way they normally used to defend. And when it came down to trying to get a clutch bucket here and there, Uh, LeBron James didn't really have a great offensive night that he could, that he normally would have. He clanked a lot of three-pointers tonight. Um, I don't think they let uh, Kyle Kuzma. Kyle Kuzma had a big day off the bench, scored like 25-some points off the bench. And after that first quarter, they, they did not just feed him. He did not stay aggressive. And that's my whole point. And then, two, they did not get to the free throw line. If you're not making three-pointers, if your threes ain't falling for you, that means stop shooting jump shots. The Lakers were shooting jump shots, and yeah, they made a few, but... They could have did a whole lot better taking that ball, putting it down, and getting to the rim. And people, they were playing defense at one point. Everybody was getting their shot blocked and kicked. But I'm looking at it like this. If I'm LeBron James and I got Patrick Beverly mashed up on me a couple of times, or if I got Paul George mashed up on me, I got to turn on him and get to the free throw line. Anthony Davis, if Montreal Harris is in front of me, I don't need to shoot jays on him. I need to go at him and put and get to the fire line, you know. And the Clippers, the game was there for the taking. Anybody could have won that game. And what did the Clippers do? At the end of that game, they went to the free throw line and hit free throws, and that was ultimately the difference in that game. Um, <clears throat> so we're gonna give the Los Angeles Clippers their credit. They they. You know, for the one game that this mattered, where we're not load managing or nothing, they came up and proved that they can play with the best team in the league, and they beat the best team in the league. We're gonna say that. Does it make them the best team in the league? No, they're fourth in the Western Conference still. They just took losses by the Oklahoma City Thunder. They got beat by the Houston Rockets. Their record is what it is. So you know, when the playoffs hit, we'll see. How this situation play out? Like I said, keep that same energy in the playoffs. Um, But yeah, they played an okay game. They did what they could. Um, Kawhi Leonard and Montrezur kind of carried them with the way that they played. Patrick Beverly, Patrick Beverly. As much as I can't stand that guy, the guy, he he's a monster. As much as I can't stand Patrick Beverly, you know he, he reminds me of what Derek Fisher used to do, where he he gets under your skin, he creates a one or two turnovers, he had a couple of threes in this game where, you know, that kind of got them some momentum. I mean, Patrick Beverly, man, what can you say about this guy? And his and his energy that he's out there, and yeah, he he's a kind of you know, he got a tech and some other stuff that was going on. He was extra. But that, that don't take away from the fact that he made a few, he made in a close game like this, the two or three things that he did when it's a three-point win and you didn't put some points and some assists and you had a few steals. That makes all the difference. That's the difference between being a champion and, and sitting at home in the playoff. So, and they scary. I'm gonna give them their credit. They scary. They they really did good. And congratulations to them on that close win. Um, uh, like I said, today being Christmas, we just want to give a special prayer to those people who are going or in need on Christmas. I say remember them going into the new year. Remember the people that I hurt homeless. A uh, special shout out to my nephew William who called me. He's, Sitting in, a, sitting in a penitentiary right now and you know there's a lot of us black men sitting behind bars that in reality we may not belong behind there you know if we can get the accurate if we can get the better legal counsel if we can get better lawyers if we can get decent legal advice even you know we may not be having to serve so much time in jail some of us that are doing that and I just want to give a special prayer to those whether you in there on something you did or something you didn't that's a special prayer to those who's sitting in prison right now on the holidays and missing their family and you know going through that you know I just want to make sure that we acknowledge them and you know let them know that somebody's thinking about them somebody cares about them you know Whatever we can do, let them know that, you know, we we want them to live better lives. We want things to get better. And our prayers and our hearts go out for those people that are going through that. Um, uh, Special shout out to my kids and them having a nice Christmas they had and anybody that helps take care of them. You know, it's a village that raises these babies up. Uh, We got to spend time with my family, and I enjoy spending time with my family when I get to see them. Uh, Like I said, I didn't get to see them for Thanksgiving, so it just meant so much to me to see my grandma and my aunts and my cousins on this Christmas, and my sister and nephew and niece and their babies, (laughs) her babies at least. Um, I see my cousin Davey and his son, and I ain't seen just met this baby for the first time, so... You know it's just just good to spend time with people's families met another family you know because it's like a lot of the younger generation than me is now they starting to have families and have babies and stuff like that so it's like you know being a great uncle great cousin and all of this stuff you know it's just good to spend time with family so you know once again if just take the time out, and we don't have to take all these pictures for the culture and everything else. We don't have to post everything on social media. But just call somebody, tell them you love them, reach out to them. You know, you know. I've realized that at this stage, I have friends. <laughs> you know, I have friends that I can call and spend time with and talk to. I have people that are in my corner. It's not just me by myself. You know, and that's the main thing that we take time out and, you know, actually enjoy people, you know, actually enjoy our family and friends and cultivate those relationships because that's the only thing you're going to have that's going to last. Your car may not last. your you know, your house, you may fall into financial strife and then what? No one is self-made. But, you know, say he who, <clears throat> he who has friends must be friendly and that's the main thing, just like I say, keep your hand out. You know, keep just reach out and say hi to people. Uh, keep in contact with people. Tell your family you love them. Cause you may look up and they may not be here. And with that, I just say everybody have a Merry Christmas. And a wonderful new year. We will definitely try to get another one out. <laughs> this Monday. On Sunday. And uh, if something comes up, we'll try to cover it. You know, just try to be in the air you know and try to you know just keep these topics and these issues and if you have anything that you want to talk about any questions comments concerns or just things that you want to address I had someone send me a question to on social media and I think I may take some time out Saturday and address some of them so you know if you have a question for Saturday's show let me know Ask a man type situation, or just, and it, it can be anything. Of course, I ain't gonna go too into politics or nothing like that. But if it's family relationships, sports, whatever, you just want an opinion or a take on it, send it in, and you know, I, I can I look into putting it on the show. Well, like I said, we just thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, and. Shout out to all those who are going back to work Thursday. That's me. <laughs> so, um, once again, we'll see you later. Bye-bye.